Wow, wow, wow. Hi. Hello, and I assume um, this is your second, third episode? Um, no, no, you do your intros. This is your, uh, your show, man. Like, I mean, minus like, all the bonus episodes, as far as like my really big ones, this is like, I think my third, my fourth. Yeah, I still got to catch up. I saw this one, uh, the intro one, and then the other one. Uh, that you sent me really good stuff. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of a casual when it comes to wrestling Eve. So on this, um, this uh, as you may know me from the TBA podcast, this is Cliff. This is Brandon's show, though, so I will be now known as Casual Clifford. Um, <laughs> casual. I am very I am casual. very casual when it comes to wrestling Eve. I'm a newbie um, when it comes to this stuff, but I really enjoy the product, and we're gonna get to talk about a lot of this stuff. But um, I'm just here for the ride, Brandon. Just. Uh, Tell all the good people about what we're about to do. So we are about to do the review thingy. You know, you guys know about reviews, review thingies. You get it. Um, we're going to be reviewing the entirety of the She Won. You guys and know- by we, I mean he is because I've only seen two of the four episodes. I mean, I've seen... I think, believe it or not, I actually saw three. I actually saw three. I don't. I I still have yet to watch the fourth one. But we can kind of, we can work around that. Then the um, finale just come out. What? Then, then like the finals. Like when did the finals get released? Like just recently. Yeah, just recently. So yeah, we still got to watch those. Um, but I mean, we can. But I mean, we can do show one and show two. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's where we got to start, anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, let's let's get going on like show one, uh, because show one I I live um live tweeted with you a little bit and and the DMs about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you did definitely like it's weird. Like the the beginning of the show is kind of a blur to me. Uh, I mean, well, no, because it was your girl. It was your girl. Oh, so she was the first one um, on the cart. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I mean, I, I love Lordy Mateo, and she was definitely the star of this match, and. Um, it was a- it was a lie because I mean, and, and thing, I will say I've yet to see Laura J. Mateo have a bad match, like ever. Which that's always kind of been her consistent thing wherever she's wrestled is she can never really have a bad performance. She like, and how over she is in pro wrestling Eve. I feel like she's definitely like, she's twenty seven. I mean, she's twenty seven. I mean, we can, we can talk about who the ace of Eve is, but to me, like, when I, I think, think pro wrestling Eve, like their face of their. Uh, their company, the face of their like whole thing. I mean, uh, Lordy. At first, you're gonna say it was Charlie Morgan. Um, I I would but, say it was before you know she unfortunately. Yeah. You know. It's, um, I mean, Rio Rio O'Reilly is like the big like. She's like the big pro wrestler. I mean, she's like the big heel. Like, I mean, can a heel be a face of the company? Like the one that represents. I mean, yeah, Rick Flair was the face of NWA basically. That's uh, true, Joe. I mean, yeah, but now, like, but nowadays, the face of a company, in a way. Well, I was about to say now. It just worked out better if the face is the face. <laughs> if a face, yeah, yeah, that, yes. Which is interesting because this has been the first time Rhea's ever been a heel in her career ever since she got the title back. Well, she's got well, she got the heat. She's oh. definitely got the heat. Well, she doesn't have to worry about that. Oh. She seems like and fooled fooled the hell out of me because she seemed like she she seems like a pretty good heel. I wouldn't have thought this is her first run as a heel. I would oh. never have thought that. Oh yeah, dude, Rhea for the longest time was big babyface energy. 
I mean, I know I saw her like with Emily and everything, so I assume she was a face for a little bit. Oh, yeah, uh, she was a face. Emily was a lot of it. So yeah, I mean, it was basically ever since she first started in 2010, she's been a face, and then at Queen Two, that was her first ever heel turn. Right. Yeah, um, 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 well, I'm getting my earphones. Why not my part? Um, uh, I want you to get into this uh, first match first because this is your girl. So go right ahead. Um, yeah, we had uh, Laura DiMatteo versus uh, Giselle Shaw. Which, um, if this is, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have like an introduction introductory match to LDM. I think this is probably one of the best places to start. I mean, because like. I'm one of those guys. I actually went back and I watched like every single show uh, when they first, from when they first started up to now. Right. So like my it's like my first exposure to her was in about 2016, as far as like Eve continuity goes. Right. Um, back when they first got into the resist, the back when they first did the resistance gallery. Um. Way back when. Um. Which. Right. Uh, now nah, this match was excellent. Um. Which I'm gonna say, Giselle Shaw, she's underrated. She is, she is, and um, she's very, like, yeah, like I, I, I liked her. A lot of new people I saw um on these shows. I mean, there are the, the names I knew about and seen millions of times: Lordy Mateo, Session Moth, slash Session Goth. Uh, well, Session Moth was not on this um, on these shows, but she uh, unfortunate one of the names. I mean, of course, Mercedes Martinez, obviously. Um, a little. I had a little bit of exposure of Jetta, but now I have a lot, and I love her. Um, you know, but, but like, you know, there are some mainstays. There were some, uh, and Nicole Savoy made her debut, but a lot of these were kind of like first times for me. And for the most part, I was quite impressed with about everyone, um, about everyone that I saw. Yeah, and well, and Giselle Shaw and Lordy, like this was, this was one of them, like. Really good match, solid stuff. Laura is just a ring general. Like she, like her selling is on point. Her comebacks on point. Like, and I think, yeah. And I've opted, and I told you, and I think you agree with me to an extent that Laura kind of has the Roderick Strong problem, where it's like a little bit. But I feel like she has a charm to her, at least, at least in pro wrestling, Eve, that she can get away with it, right? And she has that fan connection, so it's like. If she was in uh, in like in, in WWE or like AEW or something like that, it'd probably be different. But like for where she is and how she connects to that crowd, I I'm it doesn't really matter at that point. Cause she's she's killing it. So yeah. I mean, in fairness, um, I, like I also told you, uh, she definitely has it a lot. She definitely has it. She definitely doesn't have it as bad as Roddy himself does. Oh God, no! Oh God, no! Not even not even close. I don't cringe every time she speaks. So like that's always good. Um, I, yeah, I don't. This, yeah. uh, this match is excellent. A lot of something that I love about Laura is the fact that she something something one out of like a thousand million things. Yes. I mean, I could talk. I mean, fuck, I could talk about her for about an hour if I had to. Uh, uh, an hour, like five hours, probably. Um, but yeah. she always her chain, her chain wrestling, her sequences. Yes. Never, like. Like the way she goes about her chain, she is really smooth. Oh, she's re- like that's the way. That's the best way to put it. She is so smooth in that ring. 
dude, like, um, her match with Millie, like if you thought um her match with Giselle was smooth, watch her match with Millie. I saw her match with Jordan. <laughs> I mean, I know it was more of a fight, but like her match with Jordan Grace alone, like that was I, I don't even know. I, other than her match with uh, her match with Tennille in WXW and maybe one other match that I saw of Jordan Grace, it might have been my favorite Jordan Grace match that I saw was her match with Lord Mateo. And that's saying something because Jordan's like, uh, say what you will about Jordan Grace. Um, Which we term she's a fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. Uh, but she's really good. She's really good. And has a lot of great matches. Um, but yeah, but um, I'm getting sidetracked because I'm talking about fucking Wrestle Kingdom 2. Um, Get to this match. Laura wins two points for her. Uh huh. Fuck yeah. With uh, she does have a name for that octopus hold. Unfortunately, I don't speak Italian. I'm probably gonna butcher the name of it. I think she calls it the Vidi Vidi Venci. I think. I love it. <laughs> Whatever it is, I love it. Uh, yeah, she hit it out. Of no- she got it out of nowhere too. Which I love the setup with. Which it's yeah. such a smart setup by doing a Russian link sweep into that. Which but then, the, no, didn't, no, no, but didn't she like? No, Giselle went for a yeah, cover. Yeah, and she, yeah that's yeah, right. And yeah, then, like, Giselle, Giselle like went for a pin, right? And then she caught her with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she kicked out, and then she just sat there, and then all of a sudden, boom, she's got it in. Right. And it's like it's like, it sounded like Sasha's bank statement, where she could just hit it out of nowhere. And we, oh my god, we saw that with Sasha and Rhea. We'll get, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But like, yeah, like just good stuff. Good. Good, solid, smooth technical wrestling. Right, and I didn't think, especially, especially since I've been watching more MMA recently. It's just, it's just always good seeing, seeing right. stuff like that. Um, you have a list of the matches, right? Because I wasn't smart enough to think ahead. Um, and do oh, that. For fuck's sake, you're the goddamn pro wrestling Eve guy. I thought you would have fucking had it. I know. I'm, I'm off. <laughs> okay. Um. Let me. Okay. Let me. Let me see if I can get this real quick. Um, you talk about Laura Jimmy Tail for a little bit and how fucking awesome she is I and mean, other stuff. Yeah. Well, I have to listen to these matches. I mean, just her sequence. I mean, just her sequences. Main, like mainly her like fluidity. Like she's very fluid. Like there's no real movement wasted in any of her like submit right or grappling. Uh huh. So like it like with certain wrestlers, you can tell that they're not as fluid. Some of their movements are very jerky. You can kind of pinpoint that out in certain wrestlers here and there. Laura doesn't have that problem at all. And to me, like, that's something only a a handful of wrestlers really have. And I think it's awesome to see that Laura's one of them. Well, I'll tell you right now, the next match is one of my favorite matches. And I cannot, and um, the debut of one of the most adorable things I've ever seen in a wrestling ring in my life because the next match is the pro wrestling Eve champion, Rio O'Reilly versus. Oh my God. I can't even say it. It's May. It's May. Mesa, Mesa Kura. Mesa Ruga. Mesa Ruga. Um, this woman is a is a literal treasure, and she is so goddamn cute. And the crazy well, thing is, this woman like the crazy thing is, talking. May she's only been wrestling for a year. That sounds about right. I mean, as adorable as she is, um, she definitely seems a bit green. But she, I'll definitely but, say, 
As far as the entertainment factor of wrestling goes, oh, yeah, well, dude, she has it down. <laughs> she has it all down. This this is like if Kyrie and um, this is like Kyrie and if Dora the Explorer just merged together and made a fucking kids show, and like this, she she literally. Okay, so she comes out. She has like these. I don't even know what you call it, like these wings. Like, like they're they're almost like a mix between wings and those and those uh, things a lot of uh, dancers use on like those ballerina, ballerina. Yeah, like a ballerina thing. And then she like she jumps up in the air. She's all smiling, all happy. She's trained by Amy uh, Sakura, so she's also nothing to fuck with, by the way. Which, um, um, which uh, May is primarily wrestles for Gato Move, which is Emmy Sakura's like main promotion. And she herself started. Yeah, and she and she just runs around laughing and smiling, and she jumps up with and splits her legs in the air like she does like a freeze frame, and like it's just it's the best. And then like she wrestles the fucking world champion who's being a dick and a meanie and an asshole. Just beating her up and calling her nothing, and that like Emmy Sakura sucks and all this stuff. And at one point, she literally like the first offensive maneuver Emmy takes is like like her face gets planted down, and <laughs> and May literally sells it by crying. She's brilliant. She sells with crying. Dude. And every time she gets a move, the whole crowd goes, "Oh." Uh, it's literally like she is the most pure baby face to where if you hurt her at all you'll get booed and you will get like like hated for the rest of your life by even though it's a wrestling match honestly like Becky ever wrestled mate Becky's getting booed Becky is fucking Satan compared to this one (laughs) Becky like Kyrie, Kyrie is like, well, Kyrie's pure, but the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the big difference between May and Kyrie. We'll get back to the match. May, Kyrie is pure of heart, and she's a good person. Well, before her heel turn, talking about pirate Kyrie. Yeah, but Kyrie has an edge to her. I don't think May necessarily does, or at least she's not portrayed. I don't. I don't think May knows what an edge is. Like Kyrie is cute and adorable, but when it's crunch time and she needs to go, like right. Oh, she'll oh she'll fuck you the fuck up, and like then fucking um, uh, Doku will come out. But the May is just too pure and innocent. No, she doesn't have it in her. At least not yet. She just jumps around and jumps for joy, and like shakes people's hands and rolls around, does roly pullies in the ring, and all that good stuff. And we'll get to her match with Jetta in night two, which was fucking hilarious. And we'll Lily, get to oh, I can't wait to get to Jetta. Little did we realize that it wouldn't matter because Rhea decided to screw your hopes and feelings. Rhea screwed her hopes and feelings, screwed her dreams, be- beat her the fuck up. Rhea O'Reilly is a is a piece of shit, uh, fucking asshole motherfucker, and I love her. She's she's really good heel. Which, Good stuff. Which I love the logic of. If you're wondering why she has the knee brace, um, um, I forgot she even had. Yeah, before before Rhea had come back, she had I think torn I think two ligaments in her knee. Oh fuck! Right, so she had to wear the knee brace. No fun. So, 
So no she's been using, so, she, so she's been using that as a so she's been using it as a weapon, and it makes so much sense because on the one hand she's hurt so she has to wear it, but it allows her to use it as a weapon, and there's nothing that a ref can do. That's true. Like it's it's so it's like the D'Lo Brown chest protector thing. <laughs> it's exactly like that, but so yes. Well, no, come on now, D'Lo's chest protector is goat. Come on now. <laughs> That was though that, that angle was amazing and and one of the highlights of the attitude era. Wait, so uh, yeah, Rhea hits her readjustment DDT, which I love. I which I that that DDT really does suit her. It's basically the Randy Orton DDT. Right? Well, it's not, well, it's an underhook. No, because it's a butterfly DDT. Oh, well, oh, I was thinking. Oh, well, she did do the Orton DDT at one point. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Rhea, weirdly enough, a lot of her move move set is weirdly DDT based. Hey, Jake Roberts would be proud. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss would be proud. <laughs> uh, um, well, yeah. yeah. Good, good match. Uh, May uh, May May Sagura makes everything. Uh, May Saruga makes everything like. Her matches aren't like phenomenal, but like you, you're invested in all of her matches because whoever faces May is the heel. Whoever faces May, even if you touch her, you are a asshole human being who like we will boot. Like if like no, like she is that pure. Like I mean, Jenna, Jenna is an amazing baby face, but but she Jenna was a heel in that match with May. Absolutely. It turned Jetta heel. Jetta's which, like one of the most beloved human beings in that fucking division. Which, which I mean, well, the entire company, really, but yeah. Well, I mean, well, I Jetta, mean the entire company, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jetta, like, she's also been a heel anyway at one point, so. She, but, she, uh, dude, she's she's too likable to be fucking <laughs> She's too well, goddamn I mean, likable. Right. She's like the She's like the highlight of every show. Yeah. Because like, because for me, this was like my seven, second favorite part of the show, but my first favorite part was Jetta. But we'll get to that later. Well, my well, well, it was Jetta and also her opponent. Oh my god, we'll get to that later. Yep. Um, fun match. I wouldn't say it was an all-time classic, but it was fun and it did what it had to do. Get over oh. Rhea as a heel and. Uh, it's like, dude, if you want to get over a heel, just have them beat the fuck out of May. It's it's the easy like I've never seen an easier way to make a heel than just like her existence. That, like all you cool. have to do, all you have to do is like take her ice cream away, and you will be hated more than Paul Robinson. Like, like wow, what a what a fuck what a national treasure. Yeah. But anyways, so that was that. Um, you want to just go by memory? Uh, sure. Um. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the next match was Nicole Savoy. Wait a second. Do, don't you have a list on day one? Day one. No. <laughs> Remember, I told you I don't have a list. I have to go back to like processing Eve and go to the matches themselves. Here, hang on. Is it? Oh wait, oh wait. I have a list here. I don't have them in order. I have the list of. Do you want? You know what? Screw it. We'll go with the list. We'll go with Block A first. There you go. Alright, so we just talked about uh, a Block B and Block C match. Let's go with Block A. Angel Hayes versus Aaliyah James. 
Um, which um, this match I thought this match I thought was really good. Um, okay, so Angel, it's interesting because it's essentially a match of rookies, like yeah, or, because Aaliyah James only had I think about three months, while Angel Hayes I think only had about three years. Right. Um, this not and which for what they did, this match was very solid too, especially given that like skill gap. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you do most of the talking because, to be real, I, I'm I'm not even saying it's a drag. I ha- I barely have any recollection of this match. Um, I think um, well, I know for a fact. That yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I, I I did not remember anything. Well, fine. I, know for, well, I mean, I know for a fact Angel Hayes won because she hit her like uh, little uh, super kick super kick thing. Right. Okay. It was good. It was good. Um. It was. It, it was a match. It happened. I like Angel Hayes. I like Angel Hayes a lot. She's right. another one where it's like she's not made levels of pure, but like she—I mean, she's literally an angel. She's literally called Angel. Uh, Which, yeah. Um, Dan Dan Reed on his Twitter did confirm uh, around this time after the first couple of shows, I concluded that they had several injuries. Angel Hayes is one of them, so they had to work, shape the card around and work through and work around the injuries. Yeah. But, but we'll I get mean. To that. I mean, we'll get to that in the second show too, because uh, um, Mercedes Blaze was a um, replacement for someone else who got to face this next woman in this next match. Because if we're going to talk about Block A, I guess we're just going to skip right to the main event because the main event was Block A, Casey versus Mercedes Go Martinez. Which about Casey? If you don't know. Um, the lead commentator, uh, Leah Owens, Casey is her sister. Like, shoot, her, that is her twin sister. Oh, yeah, I might as well I might as well say it now. I know I made fun of her for, like, her slow talking and Emily, but she is so likable and she's so good. Like, for real, though, I love Emily. I'm, I mean, she's literally the best thing on this planet. She, she's, she's too goddamn pure. Plus but the Mohawk. Give me one second. I talk about that. I'll be right back. Give me a couple minutes. Yeah. Plus the yeah. Mohawk is always on point. So you gotta love that. Um. But yeah. Uh. K- uh. Yeah. Uh. Casey versus Mercedes Martinez. Uh. This match was stiff. Like ridiculously stiff. <sighs> Okay, oh yeah, sorry guys, I had to take care of something real quick, but let's talk about it. Mercedes Martinez is just the best fucking wrestler. And I can say that, and here's the thing, it's so easy, it's so much easier to say this now with a just wrestling-based product, because with any other company, the major companies, there's so many more things that have to do, like, that come into play when it comes to being a professional wrestler. But with Pro Wrestling Eve, I can just look at the in-ring ability, and it's it's just no, it's no comparison. Like as good as all these women were on the show, none of them hold a candle to this woman. She is one of the best. Like if we're going like her promos, whatever her, like everything else about her is kind of mid to be real. But Mercedes is one of those few talents where it, her wrestling is so fucking good. Not even Roderick strong. And he's amazing in the ring, but not even he can like escape his like, his inadequacies on the mic, his inadequacies as a character and as just not being a boring sack of shit. Mercedes Martinez 
like she exceeds all of that. Which even then, I don't feel like her mic. I, even then, I don't I actually don't feel like her mic ability and, per, and personality are that bad. Like she actually. I don't feel bad, but they're they're not they're they're not great. It's it's kind of just middle. It's it's like Laura DiMatteo almost a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I think with Mercedes, I think if you were to rank um everything else, she's a seven out of ten personality mic ability. Yeah, five or in, six, but in the ring, she's untouchable gotten to a 10. Like, she's, she's, no, 10. she's a fucking 10. She's like, I do not see any flaws in her game. Every time I see her wrestle, it's just, it's it's like it's like when watching, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it, it's almost like watching Dana Bryan wrestle. It's like watching, like, <laughs> it's like watching Mozart play a fucking, like, play notes. It's like watching, it's, it's like, it's just watching, like, the best at their craft do what they do, and, like, Mercedes Martinez to me is that she is just she's so good and she's almost what she is she almost 40 or is she 40 right now i think she's still 39 this woman is like almost 40 years old and she is still like one of the best like going like one of the best wrestlers in the world if we're going just strictly by in ring i wouldn't i wouldn't put her past dana bryan because i think dana bryan is the best but like Mercedes is close. Like she's in that. I think she's in that top ten level right now. If we're strictly going by in ring, this woman gave one of the stiffest. I'm sure you already talked about it. One of the stiffest chops I've ever seen. Oh, I mean that's her thing, man. Yeah, I know, but like even more so than usual. Like Mercedes chops are always ridiculous, but like there was one in particular in this match that was like so fucking. Oh, it was the one where she had Casey in the corner and she, like yeah. on almost like her collarbone. Mercedes. Was it, in fact, in fact, it was it was after she she did that really stiff kick to the back too. Oh yeah. So which I, want, oh. which I want to talk about Casey for a minute because we're okay. you want to talk about stiff. Casey yeah. can, Casey can receive it, but she can give it right back. This was this was um. I don't want to use the term strong style loosely. But this was definitely stiff, a stiff matchup. Which I mean, they which I mean talk about Mercedes Chops. One of Casey's names is the Queen of Knees. Which I've been uh, saying I've been saying for a while, in my opinion, which I'm probably gonna get a ton of flack for. Casey has the best knees since Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean her knees were pretty good in this match. I mean, hey, that, that's your opinion. Hey. And, and, it also, it, and, yeah. I mean, it also doesn't hurt that she comes out to get up by corn, and I'm a big corn fan, so she also has come so, out. So her, her, her coming out to corn really does uh, amplify her amazing kneeing ability. I mean, since she comes out to get out by corn, I mean, her her knees have to be like her knees go up by two points. <laughs> well, well, honestly, I think it's um, they're, well, they're think... very connected to each other. <laughs> okay, but yeah, this match was it was the bomb. It was amazing. Mercedes uh, Martinez is just incredible, and Casey is no such either. Which I feel Casey's like... really good. Which I'm gonna say, it might that's another one who I feel like is underrated in a sense is Casey. 
Oh yeah, no, she's good. She's a really like she's a good heel. She like I like her look because she's she's the one with the green hair, right? Yeah, she's the one with the green hair. Um, um, which which I mean, well, technically, I can't really say she's that underrated because her and Leah, obviously, again, because Leah was the commentator and that her sisters. Um, who Leah, who's the most underrated? Who who is the most underrated in wrestling? Oh Jesus! Um, I mean. You mentioned Giselle Shaw earlier. I mean, she's one of. Um, I think they, you know, maybe because like power for some people, powerhouse wrestling isn't their thing. But I actually really like her. I think Rebel Kinney is actually probably the most underrated. I'm trying to uh, wish. Trying uh, to remember. She's, uh, she's the one with the. Uh, she. Uh, she's the psycho dyke. The one with like. Who did she face? Um, she was on. I I'm trying to remember. I, I think she was on like show three or show four. Um. Oh, okay. So I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see her. Okay. Right. Right. And I know for a fact she did replace somebody. Um. I mean, uh, I love yeah. powerhouse. I love. I love me some powerhouse wrestlers. So hey. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, that match was really good. Um. And uh, Mercedes ends up winning. Yes. And uh, that was. Like that to me was a match. Like, even, whether you want to call it strong style or strong style or not, that match was masterclass. Masterclass. It was stiff. I mean, and here's the thing: as underrated as Casey is, I mean, she's good, but you're always going to be overshadowed when you're in the ring with Mercedes, unless your name is Mako Satamora. Which even then, <laughs> even then, I mean, there's a case. It's it's okay. yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus. Like so, I, I like I would I I don't think Mercedes would like be that big in WWE if she came in the I mean thank God she, thank God you know I'm actually happy she didn't I'm happy she did not sign with them I don't think she would fit. I mean they even tell they tried. Yeah, they like the man, like the man, classic works, but then like if you have her like on weekly TV, I just feel like eh, I don't know. But like this, like to me, this is like this is perfect for her. Like just. Just wrestling all around the world and just fucking killing it. Oh, like, so do you want to get into? Uh, well, I mean, we still got a couple matches to go. Um, in fact, these two, I really want to talk. These two, I'm very interested in because I like these two. Like the the last match we'll get into is my favorite match of the night. But um, this was no, this was um, this wasn't too bad either. Nicole Savoy versus Millie McKenzie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Totally forgot. Nicole, um, yeah, Nicole Savoy debuted in Pro Wrestling Eve. How would you think she did? I thought she did awesome. Like, do, do you like how the do you like how the crowd kind of like d- did a double turn during the match? Well, it's interesting because if you're familiar with the Medusa Complex in any way, shape, or form. Which I know yes. between the you and I, I'm obviously going to be more familiar with them. I know, I know, Millie's in it. Um, Charlie I'm... Evans is in. Charlie Evans makes makes up the other half. Yes, yeah, Kellyanne. Okay, um, it's interesting because it's kind of like the Kevin Steen El Generico thing when they were tagging. Because remember, it was uh, El, El Generico was the baby face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were tag teaming. Right, Millie was a heel. Millie is a heel technically, but between the she's so beloved. But yeah, between the two of them, people are more receptive to Millie 
Yeah, because like, I mean, they'll boo Millie. They booed her when she came out. But like, if she ever decides to turn up like the old Millie McKenzie like charm, like they'll always like they'll always cheer for that. Because I mean, before she was a heel, Millie was like one of the most likable faces, like in women's wrestling. Really, like she's just such a character. And then like Nicole Savoy comes out. Nicole Savoy gets cheered because of course it's her debut. But as the match goes on, like Nicole just starts trash talking this crowd. We gotta talk about like her and this crowd. Oh, I mean, she was. I mean, there's classic, you know, because typically classic pro wrestling said wrestler gets their big moves in, talks to the crowd, hypes the crowd up, or shit talks on the crowd. He depending on heel face. Right. Nicole either way didn't care. Nicole didn't give a fuck. <laughs> She just she like she had two matches, one against uh, Millie McKenzie and the other against the pro wrestling Eve audience. <laughs> this was like everything they chanted or like she would just go into like she would just go in on these fans. I mean, she was having fun, but she was going in on them. Like I don't remember. I don't remember like the details. Like it was some some kind of chant where it's like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Like, oh, okay, so you guys like somebody, you guys suck or whatever. Uh, or like I don't know what it was. Cockney, I think. Wait, what? I think I think the chant was Nicole is a Cockney. Oh yeah, Nicole, Nicole Cockney, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And the thing this is like while they while like while she was healing it up, so it's like I don't know. It, it was weird. It was it was fun though. Like she did it for like <laughs> like two or three straight minutes. It was like two or three minutes where there was no wrestling and Nicole Savoy was just talking with this crowd. But it was the best two or three. It was, it was, it was, it was the, probably the best two or three minutes of the night. I forgot, I forgot that Nicole Savoy actually had that kind of character and personality. <laughs> like, shit. Absolutely. Which, I mean, which it's, while it's awesome that we got two-thirds of trifecta in EVE, I, I would yeah. love at one point, Shane. Oh, of course. I mean, of course, like, and I'm and I'm fully, I'm fully behind Shane now because I'm actually um, I'm actually planning on watching some of her MMA fights uh pretty soon, like the ones where she won, <laughs> not the one, not the one against Amanda Nunes, not that one. Oh no, 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 not against Nunes, not against against Cyborg. No, no. Well, she lost to both of them, didn't she? I think so. Whatever one it was where she lost that low kick. I think that was Nunez. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah, this match was really, really good. Um, really good. I think, and I, I might be overhyping a little bit, but I think Millie, I think as far as Spears go, probably top five, if not top ten. I'll, I'm definitely top ten. I can't think of ten other spears better. Like the I mean, best spear, in the, I think the best spear in the game is Roman. Then it's right. like um, Bianca when she would ever do it was really good. Uh, Johnny Mundo has an underrated fucking spear, by the way. Uh, Kyrie Kyrie's is pretty good because Kyrie's is good. good. I mean, she's like ninety pounds, so it's hard to. Like, <laughs> but it's a really good spear for her being ninety pounds and all. I'm sorry, but this, the spear always seems to me like a big, like a big strong man move. Like, 
maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just, maybe that's my stereotyping of the spear. But like, um, it's just it seems like it's it's perfect for like you know big strong dudes or big strong women, right? Like like Goldberg, Rhino. I love how you and? said. No, not I, love, I love how you said big strong women. Then you immediately listed Goldberg and Rhino. Yeah, well, I said big strong men and big strong women. All I heard was big strong women, and then you immediately listed Goldberg yes. and Rhino. Yes, Goldberg and Rhino, big strong, sexy, powerful women. Yes, with Goldberg with the fucking wig. Don't think I forget Goldberg with the wig. The fucking gold though. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this match this match was excellent. This match was good. This match was good, but not as excellent as the the following contest is scheduled as a block C match. It is a twenty minute time limit and it is scheduled for one fall. And out comes the wonderful, the just Jamie Hayter might not be my favorite pro wrestling Eve competitor. I think it's Jetta. Jetta's my favorite in pro wrestling Eve. She she comes out to this song. I forget what it's called, but it's a very it's, popular it's, song. It's the, it's, the, it's the song theme. The so- no, that's jazz. Oh, you're talking about Jetta. I'm talking about oh. Jetta. Jetta, well, uh, it's also up there, but my favorite in pro wrestling Eve is Jetta. Um, no, I I can't remember the name of the song. If I could, I would tell you. Sings her um, heart out. It, 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 and it's great. No, seriously, guys, it's great. She's totally on key. Shit. This woman, this woman fucking damn near broke my windows. This fucking singing. But I fucking loved it. And then as they... I will say right now, Jetta has the best ring introduction I have ever seen in my life. Which I want to talk about Jetta real quick. Just talk about dude, talk about Jetta. Like we can talk about Jetta for like five hours. Honestly, I'll be totally fine with it. You know how we talk about the run, the Roger Strong problem of certain wrestlers not being charismatic. This woman does not have it. This woman does not no, have it. She, Holy she's honestly, shit! She is, she is one of the most charismatic wrestlers, just in general. Yeah, oh, oh, uh, on this show where, I mean, I'm sorry, Brandon, but most of the women on this roster do not have that much charisma. This woman, by far, is the star of this promotion. It's not even close. She is, uh, well, well, no, Jazz, I mean, Jazz, really, I mean, this was the best match of the whole, everything I saw, this was my favorite match. It wasn't even that great of a match, but okay, let's talk about Jetta. Talk about Jetta. as an in as an in ring, it wasn't necessarily the best, but as a story, oh, dear because God. Brandon, there is backstory to Jetta versus Jazz. Do you want to talk about it? Um, yeah. So, um, so Jetta and Jazz. I'm trying to remember because it's been a bit since I've seen the show. But like, um, Jetta. I think it was, wasn't it Jazz had helped Jenna at one point with her training or something like that? Yes, but also, but the big story of it was Jetta, um, talked about her match with Jazz, and she brought up oh. an interesting case 
a very interesting point that she would uh, make. Not only that she would beat Jazz, not that she would win two points, but that she would punch Jazz in the tit. He did uh, yeah. tweets Weird. about punching Jazz in the tit. Which and, is a lie. And fucking Emily, <laughs> and fucking Emily decides to show all of these tweets on the fucking, well, on the, like, what, a teleprompter? Or a fucking... It's a Titan Or a Titan And it just shows all these tweets, and Jenna's just like, no, 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 that, that, that didn't happen. What are you talking... And it's just like, like, tit punch queen, or whatever the fuck it was. Be- well, because it's a lie, because Jazz, or Jenna was born in the 80s. She does not have a Twitter. Exactly. That's what she said. Which is, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, by the way. I've, I've tried looking her up on Twitter. Nowhere to be found. Oh, so these were actually fake tweets? I guess. Oh. I was hoping they weren't. Well, I, I'd have to go back to see, like, what the Twitter at was. And I'll just assume that's Jetta. Like, Tip okay. Punch Queen or Tip Punch Master. They chanted Tip Punch Queen. Like, um, her, well, okay, her nicknames, um... Oh, the sensei of the You just, just, no, no, okay. name off all, name off all. You do this. You got this. Okay, I'll do Coventry's most charismatic. Yes. The mouth of the Midlands. She has beaten Tony Storm. Manami Toyota. Tony Storm. Mako Satamoria. Becky Lynch. Kaylee Ray. All for a two count. Yes. Jetta. No, no, no. The prince. What what was it like? The the princess of. Or the sensei of Shalai. No, there's one more. The princess. The princess Diana of pro wrestling. Yes, the princess Diana of pro wrestling, and she does the she does like the the English wave. She does the way. Yeah, but yeah, no, she said she's she has pinned Minami Toyota, Nikki Cross, Becky Lynch, all for a two count. She's best. she's literally the best. She talks during the whole fucking match. She like she, uh, fuck me. And then and then she comes out. The legend. And it's a straight up freaking. The atmosphere of the match freaking changes when she comes out. I actually, I actually lied. Uh, Jazz is the star. <laughs> she comes out to the goddamn saw theme. It fits. It definitely fits. This woman has this. I can't even describe this mask. I would. Like, it's almost like an Egyptian, like, okay, you know how they would do, like, coffins in Egypt? Right. Think of that. Good lord. Mixed with, like, this, like, horror movie mask, and it's all metallic. I'm just gonna, I'll just say it right now. Jazz is fucking terrifying. (laughs) If I saw Jazz... And she was pissed off at me. I, I, I just, I, I'll just, I'll just lay down and fucking die. I'll just, I'll just be like, no, it's, it's over. I, no, I'm done. Just take my money. Take, take my life. Take whatever you want. I, I have no chance. I have no fucking chance. 
just just kill me like this woman this woman is like like when i think of like she has that intimidation factor that i can only rival to like suzuki and like mako yep damn like just damn and like she which the only other time I've seen Jazz has been in her ECW run and dude ever since then she's uh changed quite a bit. She has changed quite a bit. And I mean I saw her for some like obviously the mid two thousands. She was really good. The most underrated women of that like whole mid two thousands era. Mm-hmm. Um her also her ring introduction, um the stereotype smashing uh the barrier breaking what was it uh stereotype smashing barrier breaking um fighting phenom jazz i think Fight, fighting female uh, yeah yeah phenom. So, fighting fighting phenom. Female destroyer so i don't know but yeah just fucking awesome match was good um jazz won of course i think at one point jetta almost punched jazz in the tit no she, no she got it off she got it off. No, like no, she. Which, which I mean, let's actually. Which I mean, jazz is just incredible, especially like she can move for a woman in her. She's forty. She, I think she's forty-seven or forty-nine. Yeah, something like somewhere around there. Yeah, late forties. Late forties. She's incredible. She's incredible. I want to see Jazz versus Mercedes Martinez right fucking now. Which I want to talk about Jetta for a minute. Which I mean, would I? Which I mean, about her for the whole me. fucking podcast, and I will not complain once. I mean, granted, part of it is this Jetta's been doing this since two thousand six. She's a fifteen year pro. Um, Jetta is so smooth with her, which it probably okay. We talk about how smooth Laura is. Jetta is the only other one that's probably just as smooth. Jesus. Like, yeah. At least in the, at least in this in this promotion, definitely like Laura and Jetta. Laura's only been wrestling like Laura hasn't been wrestling nearly as long, has she? No, I started in two thousand twelve. The same year I think Pyrie started. Right, that's saying something. But yeah, and, like and, and yeah, Jetta started in like two thousand six. I mean, I know she wrestled Rebecca Knox, so she, it had to have been, like, at the latest 2006. I think someone said she's, like, a 17, 18-year pro, so she must have been wrestling since, like... Oh, yeah, that's early. right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, it was actually corrected. She's not a 15-year pro. She's a 17-year pro. She started when she was 15. Okay. So she, so she started in, like, 2002, 2003? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know she's faced Rebecca Knox. All that good stuff. Uh, yeah, just not, I, I need them to run. I need them to run that match back. Becky Lynch. <laughs> Becky Lynch, please come to Pro Wrestling Eve to face off against the Princess Diana of professional wrestling, and um, try not to beat her in less than two minutes. Just, just try, okay? What do what if Jetta got the fucking roll up victory on Becky Lynch in Pro Wrestling Eve? What would that do? That would, well, at that point, it looks like you'd have a new number one. <laughs> she, yeah, dude, you got to sign her. 
like shit. Like you gotta sign her and have her face Becky like on a Raw or something. Right. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, this match was fair. Went this match was very very good. Like, it, like it wasn't like a like four or five star quality match, but it's the match I remember the most on this show due to the story and just the characters involved and just great stuff. I'd say as a like as a as a match match, I would say probably the Laura match or the Mercedes match were the two the two best. Probably the Mercedes match. Um, but sure. the Jetta Jazz match was my favorite on the show. Yeah, I can I can agree to that. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts on night one before we get to night two? Um, nah, man. Solid, solid show. I mean, I mean, granted, Eva's known for their quality, which I want to talk about just the concept of the G1 and how I actually appreciate it even more than the G1. For one, okay. it's not as for one it for the best the best thing, it's not as grueling. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. No, I mean you can get through in about four hours. Um Exactly, and four hours instead of like ten days. What? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like Jesus, I mean, I love I love the G one. Like G one's cool and all, but man, that shit gets that shit gets hard. Um, and just and like, then and the New Japan style is already hard enough on the fucking body, right? Which I think, which the best, which I mean, if you guys have never really heard of the Sheen One, if this is your first time ever watching Eve, the Sheen One is basically take the G One climax and I think Bola, and yeah. then combine them. Basically, it it works. It works. It does work. Definitely so you ready to uh, get on to, uh, yeah. or at least half? Yeah, well, at least half of it because I only watched half of it. To be fair. That's fine. Yeah, um, I, you can talk about the rest, and I'll just kind of chime in here and there. So, uh, the first match we get is, if I remember right, they went. Um, I think the way it's set up, I think it was Giselle Shaw was the first match versus um, Millie. Uh, it was oh, Giselle yeah. versus Millie was the first match on the show. Oh, for uh, episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, which is interesting because you can kind of tell subtly Giselle was kind of sort of acting a little heelish. Yes, a little bit, uh, especially around the end. Around the end, right? Um, by the end, she she just didn't. She uh, was just all up in her feelings. Let's talk about Emily and Millie McKenzie. The best friendship ever. Where do you think this is going? If anywhere. Well, I mean, simple. Millie and Emily find a time booth. They go into time. They bring back Socrates, Billy the Kid, uh, Napoleon... Uh, Napoleon, Bo- Napoleon Bonaparte, and then they have to write their history paper. And for those of you kid, and please, and if there are any kids listening to this, if you don't get the reference, please leave. I barely get the reference, but I know I think I know. Dude, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I figured that's what it was. I I, I knew what it was. I knew it was like one of those eighties nineties movies. I. Uh, <laughs> 
I knew, I knew, I, I, I was about to say Back to the Future, but I knew that wasn't it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where they go their fucking history class. Have you, ever, have you ever seen the video game? I didn't even know this was a thing. I'm interested. It's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. AVGN reviewed it, and like, it's literally like it's it's a game where you do go back in time, and it's like it's a weird, it's like a mix of it. It's like a mix of a video game, but with like history. Even it's like it's like an educational game, but you don't really learn anything. <laughs> Oh jeez! And okay. it, it, it's really bad. Okay, let's get back to this because we are just way uh, fucking off. Way fucking off. Oh yeah, so just from Mingle McKenzie, um, very very solid. Which I like the subtlety of, I which I like the little small little bits of, of storytelling with Millie being the more technically sound between the two of them. Giselle being the high because ball. Giselle is like the less experience of the two, so that makes sense. Which also makes sense that she would kind of resort to those like tactics. Yeah. Of, like, oh, yeah. She couldn't beat her again. And also because she only has zero points. Mm-hmm. So she got, gets, she got, so if she doesn't get any points, she's going to be eliminated. Which right. unfortunately happened to Jenna. Because yeah. now we get to the match Jenna versus May Saruga. Oh, dude, we, I think we forgot to say who won Who won between Millie and Giselle. Uh, it was Giselle. Because, yeah. like you said, she used underhanded tactics, got the win, and fans didn't like it. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, but... so, she has two, so uh, Giselle has two points, and Millie uh, stays with two points. Yeah, she does. And now the match. Oh. Jetta does her entrance. She ha- she tries to get no the best part. She tries to get these fucking fans to sing the song with her, and most of them have no clue what's going on. Which some which some do. Some of them will sing along with. Oh, her, but, oh, but like most of them, like most of them, she'd be like no no no, and then she holds the mic, and they're just like 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 just it's just like oh my god, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh-huh. But I love it. Like it's almost funnier. It's almost it's like it's even better when they don't sing. I mean, I would probably sing, but it's this is so much better when they don't sing because it's just like because then Jetta has to fucking improvise and Jetta's just it's a fucking mess. I fucking love her. Same. It's like I love her. She's a mess. That's that's how I describe it. She, she's great though. Um, she is. And then so we get. And then we get May's entrance, which May is still as bubbly and sugar-coated and adorable and sweet and kind. Almost, and almost, almost disgustingly, but I mean, it's May, I mean, so adorable. And then we get this match, which, I mean, Jenna, when like you said, she was a heel at one point. She, but yeah. even she, during the match, she felt sorry. It was like she didn't want to be a heel. She was just like, I don't want to hit her. I feel like she even said it she, at one point she even said in the match, I feel bad. Dude, Jetta is just ever Jetta is just a win. She's she is a walking, breathing win. She um, wins life. 
Oh, uh, but yeah, this match was this match was interesting because I think it did the Paul Heyman. I think they all kind of did the Paul Heyman thing of playing up to their strengths and hiding their weaknesses. This match was very Jedi Jedi offense heavy with May doing a lot of dodging, but it worked for what they were trying to do. Right. I mean, May got her stuff in. She got her like you know all the fun running around and stuff. Um, and uh, <laughs> even says no more running around. <laughs> right. She's 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 so cool. good. Um, I don't and... even know. Who, I don't even know if I would root for Becky in that match. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure I would, but my God, I love Jetta. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately, it didn't really matter in the end because May got the surprise roll up. I mean, I'm happy for May. Yay, she got two points. Yay. Oh, oh, dude, the worst. Oh. And you just see Jetta looking all dejected. But she, but she, but she showed sportsmanship. She showed sportsmanship the whole match. Actually, she didn't really even play the heel. She showed sportsmanship. But she did. She did. I mean, the real Riley sure didn't. Oh, that match was wild. Like, Rhea just said, "Fuck you and your fucking bubbly bullshit." Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna let you take most of the rest from here because I, I think the rest of the show I'm still watching. So, hey, you, you do your thing. Are you, are you watching as we speak? No, because I feel like the because I've 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 gotten off it before and the audio completely fucks up. I probably still sound like a robot because I go back to the podcast and I don't know what happens to the audio, but it fucking sucks sometimes. It's fine. I mean, I mean, um, I, it's not Anka's fault. It's probably my fault. My stupid phone. Uh, we okay. I'm trying to remember because I think they do it. I think the because I ha- I'm looking up Rosen Eve. Um, the I think the main event, if I remember right, is always at the top and going by the bottom. It's first match, second match, and so on. So Jetta May was the first match technically. I think I oh. got that right. I mean Giselle versus um. Uh, the Giselle match was the first match. I know that. Okay. And then it was May versus, and then it was actually the the battle of the Mercedes, because I because I got to the entrances. We get Mercedes Blaze sub assisting for Lee James because Lee got hurt, and versus Mercedes Martinez. Um, this match the, fan, was... the fans chanted "Real Mercedes" at Mercedes Martinez, which let's be real, you're not going to argue with that. I mean. I like Mercedes Blaze though. Um, she she's very 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 good. I, I honestly maybe thinking about it, maybe she's probably I would say like, I mean I can underrated. Make, probably make, I could probably make an underrated dude at this point. I can make an underrated tier list. Uh. Like, um, like who's the most? Who's the least underrated? Um, Mercedes, Mer- Mercedes Blaze, Mercedes Blaze. She's yeah. in. She to me, she's in an interesting spot because she's underrated, but yet she's rated enough to I think enough people know how good she is. Okay, because okay. she's been wrestling for the most part for the most part with uh, Jenny as part of the Diamond Belt Collective and Eve. Right, right, yeah. Um, which is a damn good name, by the way, the Diamond Belt Collective. I really love that. so good. 
I mean, the Medusa. I mean, the Medusa complex is pretty good, but none of them match up to the Switchblade conspiracy. True. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, uh, Mercedes uh, Blaze. Jeez. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> enough, the commentator the commentator struggled with this too. Oh man. Uh, um, Mercedes Blaze. Uh, she gets. Uh, she gets her double knees in the corner. Uh, she gets. Uh, Really, like her big thing is like her double knees. Uh, I think a couple DTs, a couple power bombs here and there. Uh, the big thing was a Mercedes, though, chops and suplexes and fisherman busters. Which she is the best fisherman buster in wrestling. Being you know, being my- daddy, being daddy and all. Um and uh, yeah, man, uh, Mercedes gets the win. I think she won with either. I think she might have won with the Dragon Slipper in this match. I I don't know. <laughs> I know, Ryan. I know you said you. Uh... I well, I, I should have said I watched like half the show. I, right. I meant to. I meant to watch the whole show, but then stuff came up. Uh, Asia's de- Asia's dealing with a stupid baby right now, so that's a whole other story. But yeah, yeah. Um, then I think if I got this right, we get Angel Hayes versus Casey. I think if I got this right, it could be wrong. I think that was on the list. Let me go look real quick. Yeah, and it I'm was. Gonna, um, I can. I, I, I see because this thing. Once I look at the list, it'll all probably come back to. You. Right. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to remember. Like I said, I think Angel Hayes. Am- Angel, Angel Hayes versus Casey. Again, dude, Casey doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> she don't give a fuck. Nah, man, she, dude, she is, dude. I don't think you realize how stiff she actually is. Like, okay, well, you want me to tell you the rest of the matches we have left? I think we only have two matches left: Lord Mateo versus Nicole Savoy, and Jazz versus Rio O'Reilly. So, you can um, probably remember what the order of those matches go. Um, yeah, I think I, I, if I remember right, I think the Jazz or Jazz versus Rhea was the main event. I mean, Jazz is always the main event. It feels like she's she's on the thumbnail of all the fucking things because they know. Well, they I know they, they know Jazz is the fucking draw of this fucking thing. Um, which I which I actually do remember uh, Savoy and Mateo and Rhea and Jazz quite clearly. Because they the matches were two very distinct styles. Okay, uh, uh, but t- uh, whatever you remember of the Casey match, yeah. Uh, Casey, Casey was just this match was really like Casey, um, just putting her will on Angel Hayes. Um, Angel got a couple. Angel got some offense in, a couple chops, a couple punches. Um, I her a really a really solid super kick and some good chain wrestling here and there. But once Casey started with the knees, oh fuck! Um, Shucky duck. Casey ends up winning with the killing joke, which yes, I love the she, name of that move. <laughs> which, if you don't know, it's it's basically I don't think Shibata's penalty kick, but without the sleeper hold attached to it. Ah, okay. Oh, so, I mean, so basically, yeah, so basically, yeah, so just penalty kick, yeah. Which makes sense, right? I mean, most penalty most penalty kicks don't have the sleeper hold. That's just the Shibata thing, right? 
So Casey then moves on, and I think this was the first time I think Casey got two points. Yeah, yeah, because like her first match yeah. was against um, Mercedes, and she lost, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Jed is eliminated. Um, is anyone else eliminated? Um, I don't actually. No, no. Uh, Nicole Savoy. Uh, which we'll get to avoid Dimiteo, but I can tell you Nicole was eliminated. Um, Damn. What a, what a, what a way to debut. Angel Hayes was eliminated. Elliot James was eliminated, but she didn't really matter because she was injured. <clears> and plus, she was late, carrying zero points because she had to replace her. Right. Um. So the next match we get, I'm pretty sure, was Laura Dimiteo versus Nicole Savoy. All right, man. Um, Sounds like an amazing match. You talk about it. Um, I mean, if you could picture the kind of match these two would have, that's the kind of match these two had. You have Laura DiMatteo, a technical wizard, a um, undersized, like in some, in some cases undersized, but like she has heart. That's she true. has the technical prowess. Which that's which that's the thing too is like you think about Laura. Actually, I feel like she gives them size in most of her matches. Okay. Well, I mean, like she has that te- like kind of the Dana Bryan esque style a little bit. Maybe not as fast, not as um, not quite as good, but like kind of that Dana Bryan esque style. Or oh, Bryan esque. She's definitely she's definitely just as fierce as he was or is. Right, and then you have Nicole Savoy, who's a suplex, literally a suplex machine, and a fucking beast. Yeah, like that's you know you're gonna get a very um. Something. Uh, yeah, this match was uh, this match was this match was uh, very 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 solid. Um, uh, at at uh, one point, I Lord, at one point they're ba- they're basically doing the classic tombstone reversal thing, you know, where right. Laura sixty nine. Yeah, Laura got got Nicole into his tombstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicole kicked out of that, flipped out of it, and got her into tombstone. It was just. Then trading tombstones. Then Laura finally gets the tombstone on Nicole. She gets the uh, octopus. I'm not going to call it the because I can't pronounce it right. right. Um, and then uh, she gets uh, four points. So LDM is on four points. So Nicole Savoy is mathematically eliminated. <laughs> the same on her debut. Uh huh. Oh, she still has matches, but she can still get some points. Then we get Rhea O'Reilly versus Jazz. So living legend Jazz. Which whereas which whereas Di Matteo and Savoy was a tentacle masterclass, a two tentacle like map of two tentacle savants like implementing their crafts with with holds and wrist locks and submissions and strikes. Yeah, Jazz and Rhea didn't care about any of that. They were just out there to beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> just, just damn. I mean, like, if you like, had, would, would this be in like the strong style case, or would this just be like a fucking hoss fight? Dude, this is like full on. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think about like the hoss fights in wrestling that we've had. Um, Ishii, Ishii Suzuki. Yeah, sure. 
or no, Ishii Makabe. Right. Yeah. Like at one point, um, they're they're fighting outside the ring. Um, they have a, Eve has a bar near near the ring, like to the, to the outside. Um, they're they're throwing each other into the wall, into the bar. At one point, Jazz slams Rhea into the wall. Oh boy! I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she dents the wall. Nice. Um, and it's just them just trading trading suplexes, trading like strikes, and a lot of just hard hits. Um, at one point, Rhea gets her patented senton on, and that really does damage to Jazz. Um, Rhea ends up winning with her uh, knee strike with the knee brace uh, uh, readjustment DDT. Um, and uh, she beats Jazz, and Jazz Good. is mathematically eliminated. Good. The champ is undefeated. That's how it should be. Um, and show three, I do remember, because that was uh, that that show, we got the literal death of Jedi. <gasps> no! Okay, figurative what? death. Figurative death. I mean, no shit, but what happened to Jedi? I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you. Okay. Who, did she, who did she face? Rhea. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Um, so, <clears throat> go, so, going um, from the card from bottom down, uh, wow, okay, I didn't think it was this early, but Jetta versus Eve champion Rhea O'Reilly was the first match. Whoa, okay. So, we're just getting this out of the way early, okay. Um, yeah, Rhea, so, did, did you see redo the curb stomp? In any of her matches, I think she did it. She did it against um, May. Okay, we'll take that. Multiply that by ten. Oh fuck! Yeah, you know because I remember because May sold it by crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, well, Jen sold it by being dead. <laughs> I mean, after ten, I would, I would, I would think so. Um, at one which. Which, yeah, so wait, wait, just... ten, wait, ten curb stomps. Who does she think she is? Seth Rollins? Who? Uh, I'm sorry, done by. Um, but yeah, uh, Rhea was stomping uh, Jetta's head into the into the mat constantly. Like she wasn't even going for the win, even though she could have. Like Jetta was out. Yeah, you know how Seth hit ten curb stomps on the Fiend because the Fiend kept getting up. Yeah, this is not that case, is it? No, this was no. It was one of those things. Rhea could have gone for the pin. She decided not to. Which the big story here was Rhea's father was in the front row. Oh, wow. And he was not cheering for Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so Rhea decided to make an example. To, out of by, committing, by committing murder. Maybe Dude, now uh, maybe now he'll cheer for me. <laughs> Maybe now my daddy will love me. Which I'm gonna, which I'm just gonna say it. Rhea O'Reilly is everything Charlotte wishes she was. I feel like we say that about literally everyone. Well, I mean, it's Charlotte. Tessa, Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Fuck. Well, that should tell you how god awful Charlotte is. She's she's not the best. She's 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 not the best. Um, especially, not, especially not this year. But, but Jetta actually won. She got a surprise roll up. 
Oh, yes. Let's go, Jetta. Even though she's mathematically eliminated, Jetta got two points. But she beat the champ. Mm -hmm. So, wait, wait, wait. So, with New Japan, with G1, if you beat the champion, you get a title shot later. Is this the case? Uh, personally, I don't know if it's that specific because the champ rarely ever loses Neve. As far as like, when, they, when they do, she won. I hope, I hope, I hope Jetta gets a title shot because I love Jetta. Same. Um, but yeah, uh, Jetta got the surprise roll. So even though she's, math, she's math, math, mathematically eliminated, she did accomplish her goal. She got two she, points. She beat the, yes. And she beat the champ. She beat the. She didn't just beat it, like get it by beating a nobody. She beat the champion of the promotion. That's a big um, deal. That should be a big deal. So then, oh boy, the uh, next match we get. The next match we get to is Jazz versus May Saruka. Oh no! No! Oh no! So we're gonna get another murder. Yeah, this match was just. Can I can I can I guess what it was by guessing one word? What disturbing? Uh, Murder, I... rape, pillaging. I I, I want to say it was just as bad as a lot of the scenes you watch in a Serbian film, but it wasn't that bad. Oh. Okay. Okay, um, so not not Serbian film level bad. No, um, is Mayo is May still alive? Oh yeah, she's still alive. Uh, okay, Jazz, Jazz and May shook hands. Um, Jazz and Jazz ended up winning, I think. I would. Uh, I mean, I would think. I would think so. <laughs> because he went back to her ECW roots. With the um, would she have like a sit out power bomb or something? I think so. I think she did on a steel chair, if I remember right. Oh fuck me! Because I know she beat um Jetta with the STF, mm-hmm. which is a nice looking STF. It's a very nice STF. I mean, I mean, not as great as the goat John Cena with his fucking forearms clamping together, but you know, hey, still, still pretty good. Hey, leave him alone. Hey, hey, I said he's the goat. I know. Uh, so then we got Giselle Shaw versus Rebel Kenny, placing Nicole's void because Nicole was injured. Oh fuck, man. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, um, but Rebel Rebel's really good. Um, I think you'll really like her. Wait, Rebel like? Wait a minute, Kenny. Rebel Kenny. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not TNA Rebel. <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> um, but no, this match is this match is uh, fairly solid. Um, so we won't get Rebel versus Shelly Martinez until she won. No. Oh, that's my team before. Now this match I do remember because this was uh, Giselle was full blown heel. Oh, okay, so now like it's like her, it's like oh, during she... the whole tournament she like like evolved like. Yeah, like, it was very like subtle, like full subtle, subtle minute changes. Like she came out all red on show one, by show three, all black. Oh wow! Oh damn! Okay. Um. And she flipped off the crowd. Nice. So um, she's just she's just over this bullshit, right? Um, and she ended up beating Rebel. Um, I can't remember. I think I can't remember what it was. It's like I said, it's been a bit since I've seen this sh- since I've seen the show, but right. Um, 
Giselle got Giselle got four points, which um I didn't tell you, but think but Mercedes Martinez has four points, LDM has four points, Giselle has four points. Or not Giselle. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hang on. Um Jazz has four points, right? She's won two matches. No, Jazz. No, I think Jazz lost. Um, actually, I think Jasmine lost to May. I could, or not, or May. But, no, or, I think Jasmine lost to May. I could be wrong. Like I said, it's been a bit since I've been. I'm gonna have to watch the show back, and I'll tell you. Okay, okay. I'll tell you all the mistakes I made. This podcast is not accurate. I'm garbage. <laughs> then what the hell am I? <laughs> Oh, damn. A god carved out of stone? Yes. Um, <laughs> no. God, no. Well, didn't, well, didn't, well, it didn't really matter because, well, here's the thing about the point system in the she one. You don't keep getting points as you win. So it's like if you have four points, you're good. All right. So, so, not, so, not, so it's not like each match is always worth two points no matter what? Right. Um, okay. If you get four points, you're good. So, so you get Lucky four points. So if, you, if you lose the first two matches, you're like, you're fucked. Yeah, you're you're, you're good. You're, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay, good. Keep 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 in mind. In B block, Lordy Mateo has four points. Giselle Shaw right. has two points. Uh, we get to Lordy Mateo versus Mo McKenzie. Oh, okay. Keep, keep in mind, Millie was on two points. Right. Yes. So, so if Millie, is... so if Millie wins this, like she could be in that fucking discussion. Right. So, uh, we so we get this match, um, in which this match they open up with a scramble, which as you can, which I want you to imagine a scramble between Millie McKenzie and Lordy Mateo. Good, good shit. Really good shit. And it, it was. Um, yeah. they, they go back training submissions and strikes like this like if you were a fan of like the ZSJ Timothy Thatcher style of match okay. this is more, more this, so Timothy more so Timothy Thatcher than ZSJ but yes this match was just like heaven nice like for that for that crowd that like really likes technical wrestling like really loves it so yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, um, that's great. Uh, and yeah, Millie gets four points. So basically, like of all the people in this tournament, you would you say Laura's had the best, like best performance of all the people in the tournament? I think so. She never really turns into bad performance. Oh, I know, I know. But I mean, just of all the women there, she had like the best showing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Giselle has four points. Mill McKenzie has four points. Laura has four points. There we go. It is then decided on. It is then decided that um, Laura, uh, that Laura, um, Millie and Giselle will compete in a triple threat to decide who goes on to the finals. Yep. <coughs> and I believe, and we'll get, yeah, and we'll get to that. And we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so the next match we get Mercedes Martinez versus Aisha Raymond replacing Angel Hayes. Okay. Um, did, did Angel Hayes get injured too? Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, what are they, they doing? What are they, what are they doing in Pro Wrestling Eve? 
I mean, hey, man, nature of the business. Either, either, either that or they're just a lot more protective of their talent than maybe like New Japan. <laughs> Which I can, oh. I can see that being the case. So we get so we get Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Aisha Raymond. Um, uh, this match was fairly solid. Again, Aisha hasn't been wrestling for that long, um, so this was pretty much just Mercedes. It wasn't necessarily the best match of Mercedes of the of Mercedes the tournament run, but it was fairly solid. Oh, I'm, I'm so, okay. Yeah, I should I should have almost forgot. Yeah, Laura probably had the second best performance. Uh, Mercedes Martinez, I'm sure, stole the fucking tournament. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, this uh, this match was fairly solid. Uh, Mercedes won again. I think she used her Fisherman Buster this time. Have Mercedes um, and Laura has Mercedes and Laura ever faced one on one before? I think they did. I think I can't remember the show. I'll, I'm gonna look it up because I want to. I want to see that match. Uh, cage match. Oh cage fuck match. yes! Oh wait, go to cage. What do you mean? Uh, cage match because they have a list of oh yeah, examples of like all the matches. Okay, of like and go to like this and like either type Mercedes Martinez and like go to the shows that she's been on. Um, she she's been on several of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and then I think the last match we get uh for episode three is Casey versus uh, Mercedes Blaze. All right, man. How's this match? Um, if I remember right, uh, Casey decided, um, you know what? I, now, granted, I think Casey was mathematically eliminate, eliminated as well. Yeah, because, wait, let me think. She lost think to Mercedes Martinez, and then didn't she face, who did she face? Did she face um, Angel Hayes on the second show? I think so, and I think she won that, and I think she... She might have lost. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember it because she might. Have, I. I. You know. You know what I think it is. I think she might have lost Mercedes, but Mercedes is already math, mathematically eliminated. But she finished with two points anyway. Okay. Because that can happen. Yeah. Either way, that's cool. That's cool. Um, which the only match I actually know the result of for show four is that triple threat. Oh, well, I know the. Well, actually, know the triple threat in the finals. Right. Um, because again, LDM. Uh, Giselle and Millie all had four points. Uh, okay. Millie ends up winning. Damn. So, in the finals, it was Mercedes Martinez versus um, Rhea versus uh, Rhea O'Reilly. Okay. And, C-block, and then versus Bill McKenzie and B Block. So the triple threat was Mercedes, Millie, and Rhea O'Reilly. And then, uh, yeah, Millie Bye. Millie won. Um, Millie fucking won, dude. Which uh, she said, uh, what she's going to do is she's going to use this because you, if you win the she won, you can go after every, uh, you can go after any title you want. Um, she's going to go after the tag team titles with Charlie Evans. That's fucking cool. Okay, so she didn't even she didn't want war titles. She wants to like go for the tag titles. That's fucking awesome. Which I like that because that gives all the a clear path to the E title as she so rightly deserves. There you go. I mean, she. I mean, hey, if she's in like in that final like discussion, like in that like finals for the fucking, uh, she won. I mean, she should be considered for a world title shot. Then again, I think also Jetta should be considered for it because she beat the champion, right? Which she, I mean, Rhea, Rhea had said uh, before she won before she, before she made it to the finals, she won. She was going to go after the Eve International title, which Jamie is still holding. Um, 
which has been a hot minute since we've seen Jamie and Eve. The wonderful, the wonderful, the wonderful amazing soul that she is. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, so uh, yeah, the so yeah, the Eve International title is kind of up in the air at this point, but uh, for the most part, uh, the Eve title is still up for grabs, and the tag team titles are still up for grabs as well. There you go. It's looking pretty good. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much how we uh, conclude. Uh, she won with that's like, how we conclude. She won. So do you? Um, so what do you want to do? Do you want to just like just talk about the whole show, like the whole thing in general, or do you want to like do you want my thoughts on it? Do you want your give uh, your thoughts on it? Well, like I said, you and I are kind of in a weird predicament because we didn't watch the entire show through. Because I had plans, I had plans to watch the entire show. Before doing this podcast, I just never got around to it, and you only watched half of it, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, think... we, I mean, I'm sure we'll eventually rewatch like all of it at one point, right? I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll do enough, I don't think we'll do like an update podcast on it. I mean, I'll definitely come back on here, um, to the Anarchy yeah. Wrestling podcast, uh, because uh, I, I mean, want hey, I, I want to see it grow, and hey, you know, we got a good thing going I, here, yeah, thank you, and I would, uh, I would definitely love to have you, um. No, oh, just I, one. I mean, yeah. Do you want just want to talk about the, the entire show? Um, standout matches, standout performers. So, standout performer. There's a well. There's a few. There's a few standout performers. Um, Millie, I mean, I would. I, I, what's up? I would say Millie because I think you know she won the whole thing. Yeah, of course. Um, I I don't even feel like I need to say Mercedes Martinez because we already know how good she is. Um, Jetta, I already. I like the little that I saw of her before this, but now I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan of her. Her like her level of charisma and her level of like just her comedic timing as well is very like it's so hard so hard to be a comedic wrestler because you have to be too again and being a comedic being a comedic anything, a comedic musician, comedic wrestler, like whatever, it's like it's almost harder than being like just a regular version of that because like you have to be too you have to be great at two different things, and it's like, which, which uh, I mean, which mean whatever your thoughts on Martina, I feel like she also kind of has that as well. Where she's I'm not. Really see, I'm. I mean, I, I have nothing. I don't. I don't hate her. Like, I mean, she's she's fine. She's soft. I'm just not as much into her. That, that's fine. Um, I think that's maybe maybe I still need to watch more of her stuff. I, I enjoyed the match she had with uh, Sue Young. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um. um her comedy stuff, I'm not as much into, but uh, Jetta, I'm definitely into. Like that, like her kind of comedy is definitely up my alley because she uh, does it with such a level of snark. Snark, like, but she's so genuine too. Like it's, it's snarky, but also like just gen, like, like I don't even know how to describe her like comedic she's style. Perfect asshole but she's good at what she does no but, but she, like, she's an asshole but she's that lovable asshole like that she she's so she's so stupid <laughs> like, i got to say she is she is so fucking dumb and so like lovable like right like in a lovable you know, kind of way you know like she, think, yeah you know what i think the best analogy for her is She's that best friend that that lives next door to you that you invite over to play video games with. That you only invite to play video games with because you don't want to talk to them for more than like an hour. 
because because the longer you talk to them, the more you will lose your mind. But she's like your but she's like your best friend, but you don't want to admit that, and so it's like, yes, she's the best friend that you don't want to admit admit to like being friends with because all your friends all your other friends talk about her and you're just like oh yeah she's she's fucking crazy she's weird i, I don't get her but then it's like you still love her though because she's and, and, then, and then you and then you just see her like in the hallway in high school just acting a fool and just like like poking at jocks and just like just just embarrassing herself falling into trash cans and it's just like and, and, then, and then and then and then she walks with you to class and then you and her just and you her you and her just have a ball Exactly, but then you don't admit to any of your friends. But then you don't admit to any of your friends about it because <laughs> fucking weirdo. And I feel like we're projecting here. <laughs> we're we're definitely projecting. Um, Jetta. Then again, it's hard to really compare Jetta because Jetta is one of a kind. She is um, like okay, uh, okay. I'm not gonna lambast Becky too much, but I will say you better not, creative, motherfucker. You better you better you better not, motherfucker. As creative and as funny as Becky is because I think she's underrated as a, when it comes to her comedy. She's actually really funny. Um, she's really good. As now, good I'm she is, now I'm off the knife for what you're about to say. <laughs> as good as she is specifically with her comedy in regards to Becky, I think Jetta is just a hair bit better. You're not, I can't say you're wrong. I can't say you're wrong. No, she's definitely because, wait, Here's the thing, here's, here's the thing with Becky. Here's the thing with Becky. Becky, I don't feel like was ever a fully comedic wrestler. She had comedic just, elements to her. Like, yeah, and like, now, like, oh, I mean, especially not now. Like, she's nothing comedic about Becky now. I mean, outside the ring, she's, you know, lovable self, but like, her character is, you know, the man. She beats what? the shit out of people. She slaps heads off people and takes her fucking, like, takes what she fucking gets. Like, you know, she ain't up the it just so happens we happen to laugh at the th- at the things at when she slaps the heads on people. Well, well, that and also just like you know, when she once she's done slapping the heads off people, then she just you know hugs children and hugs babies and you know loves everyone because she's that she's just that wonderful. Occasional, with occasional Twitter feud here and there, but you know, hey. Oh, uh, whereas with Jetta, Jetta is. Like comedy, one hundred percent. She's solid in the ring, but she's comedy one hundred percent. But she's not so obvious with her comedy. It's like oh, it doesn't feel it doesn't, doesn't feel like an act. It feels like she's just genuinely that fucking weird. You know what I think it is? I she, think a lot of I think when people think comedy and wrestling, they think slapstick. With Jetta, it's not really slapstick. She, she wrestles like she wrestles like a normal like wrestler, but she just. Her personality is like so fucking out there on another level, and like her trash, like well, not even trash talk, like just because she, just, because it's that like I guess you could call it a British sense of humor or a British sarcasm. In a way, yeah, a little bit because I, because I think people in the UK have a different sense of humor than America. Oh, definitely. Too. Oh, god, definitely. It's, like I think people from the UK, I think have a tendency to be more sarcastic, and this is coming from the yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, America, I mean, Americans are sarcastic too, like really sarcastic, but like, like that, Br- mean, like British, like British, like snob snobbiness, I guess maybe. I mean, you know me; I'm 
very sarcastic. Oh, same, same here. Like I'm, yeah. Like compared to Jenna Weeder. <laughs> right. I, I, I thought I was like nauseatingly sarcastic at times, but nope, that's Jenna. Good lord. Good lord. Like her whole, like it's like her whole act is a joke. Like. But she's so good. And the thing is, too, like, that's something, too, is, like, even if you take away the comedy elements, even if you take away the comedy elements, Jen is very, very good in brain. She's good. Like, she's solid. I'd say she's, like, maybe a hair below Becky. Really? I think she's a hair above. Well, you're thinking is dumb. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, I think she's more athletic than Becky. Like, definitely. Wait, what? She, wait, I wait, think, what? I think she's more athletic than Becky. Well, I mean, everyone's more athletic, but I'm just talking about like just her move set, her like just everything like about her. From what I've seen, like she's she's like she's basic in the ring. She can tell a story, but not like to the level of Becky. Like I feel like with with Jetta, it's like her comedy kind of overshadows her wrestling ability. I mean, it's probably done the best way possible. In the best way possible, but I feel like it has overshadowed it. Sure. Like really, when it comes to Jetta, it's like. The like Jetta is her entrance and her introduction, like that's first, which is good. I mean, we need more character wrestlers, and she's so, definitely soft. So, in a way, if Jetta for whatever reason were to sign with WWE, she'd be fine, yeah. But I'm, I mean, I just don't I don't think she'd be able to carry Charlotte to like a four and a four and three quarter star match at Evolution. That, that's just what I think. That's fair, I can yeah, that. yeah. But then again, I mean, you know, she would need to have the opportunity to do so. And, you know, you never know. You never know. Um, Nicole was really good. Oh, of course. Nicole's Nicole's always good. Um, um, Rhea, Rhea O'Reilly. Such a fucking, such a heel. Even from the one match I saw. My God. And that's the thing. You haven't even seen her as a face. Was she that lo- lovable as a face? Yes. Damn. Damn. So she so what you're saying is that she's really, really good. I think so. I, I think I, I, I think she, I, I think she's pretty damn good just as a heel. So I mean if she's like good as a face, I mean she must be pretty damn good. Which I mean the thing is I don't feel like I gave her enough due diligence as a face because there were always better more there were always other faces I was more interested in. I mean or I mean LDM. I mean, we say more obviously. Um, yeah. Which we'll get to our, which I'm going to save her for last because special attention to the girl. Of course. Um, but yeah, Rhea, I mean, Rhea's just viciousness. Um, Dude. Vicious, just like she knows she is not one of those fucking cool heels. She plays the heel. As pure, oh, oh, she is, oh, she is classic. Like she, she is a classic fucking heel. There's nothing. There's nothing likable about her. There's nothing redeemable about her. She's just a miserable fucking human being, and that's that's the best kind of heel. You just like, like, especially going against like someone like May. It's like she's the like such a contrast to May. And it's like, which, you, yeah. which if I'm right, um, because Eve doesn't do. Because when the fans are loud, you can't really hear the trash talk very well. Um, May or Rhea, when she had me on the ground, uh, she said, um, 
she said to to May, "I beat, I beat, I beat her mentally." Yeah, I beat her mentally. yeah, I know. I, I heard that. I heard that. I know. I think she also said it before the match too. I I beat your mentor. I'm I beat your mentor, and like she said, like I'm I beat your mentor. You're not you're not going to be half half as has to half as much of a challenge as she was, or something like that. Yeah, no, I I heard that part. I actually heard that part. Yeah, so like, yeah, she just vicious. Um, like I said, she just, damn near killed Jetta. I mean, but she still lost though. Yeah, she did. I mean, I mean, Jetta might be in the hospital right now, but hey, you know, she won. She got the two points. It's worth it. Which, as far as an in-ring present presentation, what do you think of Rhea? That's always been the weird. I think that's one of those things that I wasn't sold on her as a face. That always kind of. That's why I always kind of, you know, was always very shaky with her. And then as a heel, I think she got better. Um, in the ring, she's fine. I I actually like her. For, I mean, again, I've only seen one match of her, so. Um, definitely, you should definitely like look up her stuff. I will. I will. I mean, granted, it doesn't help that she was- sounds like she's like like one of the most like pivotal, like players of Eve, like in their I mean, companies. I mean, if I remember right, it was her first match on their first show. Damn. Well, yeah. So she's like she's Eve to the core. I could be wrong about that, but uh, definitely, yeah. Honestly, as far as like people you should look up, Rhea is Rhea and Jetta are obviously two big ones. I mean Jetta, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna look into Jetta stuff now anyways, because she like she left she left that kind of impact on me. Um, and also, and also I cannot wait to see what May Staruga is gonna do like for the rest of her career. She's I can't wait to see how that goes. because um, she, she impressed in this um in this uh, she won tournament, um, which we have, to, which I mean, let's keep going. Let's talk about the mother of chaos, aka, AKA the truth teller, aka the queen of knees, aka the superior twin. Sorry, Leah Owens. Damn. Let's talk about Casey. Talk about Casey, man. I, I, I mean, again, didn't see much of her, but like from what I saw, she was good. Like solid, um, um, but I think she left more of an impact on you than she did on me. So I'm gonna let you take the floor on this. Now, what now the impact on you was it shaped like a knee? Get it? Yes. Knee? Yes. Yes. Now, now, please leave. Uh, here we um, go. Which, I mean, she like I said, in my opinion, which again, I'm probably gonna catch. I don't know if I'm gonna catch a lot of flack from this. Um, I feel like she is the best niece to stop more. I want you to tweet it out. No, I did, and she liked the tweet. Oh, okay. Did you get any flack for it? Not that I know of. The only thing I got was a uh, was I saw the little thing that that said Casey Owens. Casey Owens liked like like my tweet. Well, there you go. Then it said, in my opinion, she is the best niece to stop more. Um, there you go. But no, man, she's stiff and brutal and just doesn't now, care. Now, the way to catch flack, would you, if you said she has better knees than Nakamura, and maybe then you'd catch some slack. Wait, does she? Does she, though? <sighs> See, I don't know, though. Oh? I feel like, okay. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, okay. I feel like out... <clears throat> 
going by strictly WWE Shitsuke. Oh. She, because I think she uses her knees more than. Did you call him, did you call him Shitsuke? No, Shinsuke. I thought you, because I thought you called his WWE version Shitsuke. I'm surprised I haven't heard that nickname yet. I'm sure I have. Yeah. But no, I think Casey, I think, uses her knees better, better than he does. At least oh, wow. right now. I'm granted, if this was New Japan, Nakamura would be a totally different story, but. Right. Um, yeah. No, I think she uses her knees better than uh, he does. Plus, the killing joke is really effective. Better better than uh, better than Omega? Better than Kenny? Better than Mandy Rose, I'll tell you that. Yes, people say Mandy Rose's V trigger is better than Kenny Omega's. I, I'm, oh. I'm still, I, I, and people, they're like, Asia's still trying to convince me of this, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You're usually right, but this time you're wrong. Like, I can I tell it. you, you're wrong. Like, I understand she's not the biggest Kenny fan in the world. That's oh, fine. she, yeah, she's not. But yeah, no, like then it's just, is then it's just, yeah, delusion, delusional. And I will tell her that if she catches this and she bitches it to me, I, I'll just say, hey, I tell you that to your face. You're delusional for thinking that you're a better P-trigger than Caddy Omega. Um, but, okay, but yeah, Casey, man, she's stiff and cool and she comes yeah. out the corner and that makes me happy. Yeah. Mandy doesn't even have a bad... I mean, I'm not saying Mandy has a bad P-trigger. It's actually pretty good, but like... Kenny like fucking leaps halfway across the ring at times for his fucking beat trigger, and he made it famous. That's the thing too, though. Casey actually has kind of a version of her own, obviously Queenie knees, because she'll right. do it in the corner. Oh, yeah, there you go. This running knee, a uh, knee strike in the corner, and that looks really good. And kind of similar to Kenny's, like you know, because he does the V trigger to like someone in the corner, mm-hmm. and that always looks the most devastating because like. In New Japan, you'd see like the camera would be like right on the guy's face, and you just see from behind him. Omega just leaps in, and then you just see the impact, like just boom. The sound it makes, too, especially on the big ones. Oh, Jesus! But you know, Mandy's. But you know, Mandy's is better. Okay. Um. But yeah, Casey. Casey's really good. Mercedes. I don't need to say anything. You don't need to say anything. <laughs> Mercedes. Um. Millie. Really good. I mean, I mean, you. We already talked about her. She won the fucking thing. She was good. Her technical, technical rest was great. Um, I want you to understand something. Millie is still only nineteen. You fucking. I forgot. I forgot she was that young. Holy fucking shit. That's not fair. That's not fucking fair. She's gonna be like the biggest fucking thing. Like even more so than Pete. Then even more so than Tyler Bate. At this point, I forgot she was nine fucking teen. That is stupid. That's stupid. Like most people don't want to, don't even want to know what they want to do with their lives at nineteen. And Millie is like, she's already tagged with Pete Dunn in the Bruiser Mates, and she's nineteen. <laughs> She's tagging with Charlie Evans uh, as the Medusa Complex. She already she already has a team name. Not only does she know what she's doing with her wife, she knows what fucking team she's gonna have and the stable name. <laughs> At nineteen, this woman 
do they God damn it. Have, do the Medusa Complex have jackets? They have jackets. So not only at 19 years old does this woman already get in the wrestling industry. Not only does she know to get a team in the wrestling industry, but she, to get jackets. No, seriously, you should actually check out those jackets. They look. Sick. I saw the jackets. They look fucking awesome. They look fucking sick, dude. Uh, Nicole's really good. Um, it sucks that she got injured. It sucks that a lot of people got injured. I think there were like oh, a whole bunch. What the fuck? Man? There, there, there are about three injuries, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you, because Eve's roster, know, is... three injuries within the span of like what two days? how many days? Four days. Actually, no, no. Two days spanning four shows because they because they do two show they do an afternoon and an evening show, right? So right. four shows over two days technically, right? Right. Yeah, because it's an afternoon it's an afternoon and evening show, kind of like what Storm does in a way. So we got fifteen minutes left on the recording. So, um, but yeah, um, we want to talk about more people. Let's uh, let's talk about the legend. Let's talk about the return of then then the debut in Pro Wrestling Eve of Jazz. She um wow. I mean, she she's still she still she still got it. She still got it. The you also, still I, like no the you still got a chant is the most overused chant in wrestling, but uh, it it applies here. Also, she's one of the few. Uh, she's one of the few women which I which I didn't think much of it, but you know, I think I think there is. It's a very small thing. She's one of the few women that I know that I've seen that looks good with bald hair, with bald head. She she looks like it almost adds to it. Like it adds to her fucking presence and look. Like it makes her look like more menacing and more like she just looks like a fucking badass dude. Right. She's fucking awesome. I love jazz. Like her, um, honestly, bald head. Like it suits her. It suits her really well. It does, um, and yeah, she's just a deity and a god and just monstrous, fucking amazing. Um, okay, so, who? Because I I know we want to save Laura for last, so I don't want to forget anyone. Um, did we basically cover everyone? Like for what? the most part, did we basically cover everyone for the most part? Other I, than my people that are injured. Well, do you want to talk about your girl? I mean, what? I mean, what more can you really say? I mean, you you said you're gonna you said you were gonna save her for last, right? I mean, she comes. Okay, Here's you said thing. you're gonna save her for last. So I figured you had a lot to say. So hey, well, here's the thing, and you know, you can interject if you want to add. Um, okay. actually, I want you. To, I I want you to do that. Obviously, um, of course. I think, like I said, we always talk about the Roderick Strong problem, Roderick Strong syndrome, whatever it is. You know, the ability of being a good wrestler but not really having a personality to you. Right. Laura, I think, circumvents that because I think she's so good in the ring. You, it doesn't, it isn't really a factor. I mean, in pro wrestling, and and on the indie scene in general, it really doesn't play as much of a factor. Like when Rod, like here's the thing: when Roderick Strong was in PWG. It really didn't matter that much. Because I love Roddy. Because 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 here's the thing: I love Roddy's work in PWG because he rarely cut promos. Uh, I mean, the one time he did, he said the fucking f word, but you know, whatever. Um, but like, you know, he didn't cut many promos. He mostly just had wrestling matches, and he was being a dick, and it worked because it's PWG. It's mostly wrestling. 
which Laura's the same way in that like she doesn't really now granted the one time she did get the the one time she get did get the mic um it's interesting because believe it or not the one thing that actually the one thing that actually I think helps in that whole personality in the whole personality department and her promo skills believe it or not is actually something that's natural to her it's her accent yeah it because could work it can make her unique because she's Italian um and her accent I think she's very soft spoken right 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 if, if you've ever heard her talk I actually, actually have I actually have yeah she's very soft spoken yes um and if I had to guess you heard her talk in that Jenny promo or that like whole thing with Jenny yeah that and the Jordan Grace uh, inf- the iconic line like what makes you think you could beat me twice Bitch, what makes you think that you can beat me once? You know, that iconic line. Very, very soft-spoken, but it works for her. Um, yeah. Um, and, uh, let me, let me rephrase, let me rephrase the Roddy thing. Like, my thing with the indies, like, with PWG and with Pro Wrestling Eve, especially with PWG, I don't have to worry about promos and personality and character that much because it's, like, when I go to PWG, I'm there to just watch wrestling. When I watch a weekly television show, I need more than just wrestling. I need like investment. I need real story. I need real character, real personality, real like emotional investment. And I need to know who the fuck you are. Because watching week to week is a totally different thing than watching bi monthly as Eve runs their shows. They run them bi monthly. Yeah. So because good wrestling because good wrestling is only gonna keep me invested for so long. Like like you can't like with just good wrestling, like every week, I'm gonna eventually get tired of it, or I'll just watch another product that have even better wrestling. You need, I need the story. I need like something to hook me in for the next week. With Pro Wrestling Eve and like PWG, I feel like that's not exactly the same, especially with PWG because they do shows like what one, like once every two months. Yeah, and you usually have like the best wrestlers in the world there. Well, granted, which Eve also circumvents even that because they actually do some do, do a little bit of storytelling here and there. Here, but it's here and there, and it's like, you know, like like the, like the thing with Emily and Millie McKenzie. I want to see where that goes in a way. Like, I mean, I'm sure it'll go nowhere, but like, what if like Millie, like, I don't know, like Millie decides to kind of like low key stalker or something. I don't know, like something. You know, like, or, or or if Emily starts getting a little more creeped out by Millie's, like, can we do her or something? I don't know. I mean, because, I mean, hey, like, the progress, I mean, you could say yeah, that's mostly just wrestling, but, I mean, we got fucking Jim Smallman versus Jimmy Havoc, and that was, like, the hottest, that was the hottest program that progress had, really. Which, that was, a th- that was the entire thing that made progress, arguably. The, the only thing that made progress was, like, Jimmy Havoc versus the fucking promoter. So which it's like, which people, which by the way, people get confused. People often think it was it was Jimmy Havoc versus Will Ospreay. No, it was Jimmy Havoc versus Will Ospreay. Was, Will Ospreay was simply like the the cattle like, the, the, the like, and like the hottest star of progress that Jim Smallman wanted. Like, you know that it, literally anybody that could take the title off Jimmy Havoc would have been the star because it was Jim Smallman. It was it was progress versus Jimmy Havoc. So, um, well, yeah. so Will Osprey being the one, like, he's basically the third wheel. But like, you know, hey, 
but for some reason they do a, but for some reason the whole documentary is on Osprey versus Havoc, which they did have the best matches. They had amazing matches, but like the story was Smallman versus Havoc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, back to LDM. Uh, she's yeah. incredible. She's she's good. She's like in the ring, she is uh, something else. Dude, Dude, something else. Dude Becky Lynch versus LDM. Just take my money. Take my money, man. Like, so and I, I, I honestly, like, with how soft spoken Laura is, I would kind of like to see a promo off between Becky and Laura. I want to see how Laura would take it, dude. I want to see a promo off between Laura and Sasha. Oh, Laura would die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, but Laura would die. Oh, uh, true. Now, Laura and Sasha in the ring. My god, oh, stop me. Fuck me, spank me, and call me daddy. Fuck. Can I have that now? Like, right now? Did you see the transitions with Rhea and... Did you see Rhea and Sasha wrestling last night? Yeah, I, yeah, that... that get, It was like, what, 30 seconds? Dude, they made... They made... All of those 30 seconds count. Their chemistry is unreal. I mean, Sasha's chemistry with everyone is unreal, but like with Rhea in particular, good lord. And that's her girl, too. Like, damn. So, I mean, do you want to see that match? Dude, dude Sasha versus the entire Eve roster. Sasha, Sasha versus, Sasha versus Sasha. Jazz. Dude, you were saying Sasha versus Jazz. I was saying Sasha versus Jenna. Yeah, I was thinking Jenna, but then I was like, no, Jazz. Jazz would be like, yes. I mean, dude, Sasha versus Mercedes Martinez, a match of the fucking year. Maybe match of this, maybe match of the decade, maybe match of the century. Sasha versus Mace Aruga. Oh, oh no! Remember when? Like, remember when Bailey? Oh, no, no, no! Heel Bailey versus Mace Aruga. Now that would be a story. Oh my god! You know what? That, you want you want the rest of this uh, podcast to be just us doing like WWE versus Pro Wrestling Eve like dream matchups. Well, consider. Well, I mean, hey, if Vince McMahon would ever change his politics and become an no. actual good and then another actual uh, person, in other words, this is completely fantasy, and this will never happen. Uh, I mean, we already. I mean, we already mentioned Becky versus Jet. I mean, Becky versus Jetta. That already happened, so we can get a rematch out of that. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, um, Becky, Becky Lynch versus Nicole Savoy, Suplex City. Because because Nicole Savoy does the Exploder as well. Mm-hmm. Millie McKenzie versus Becky. Just the whole Eve roster versus Becky. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no. Heel Io Shirai. No, no. Bianca Belair versus Mace Saruka. Why would you hurt me what? like this? You monster. I was. Oh, God. Yeah, Dude. Javert, the podcast won't be tonight. Dude, imagine. Imagine Jenna and Bianca in a promo off. <laughs> 
how, how would Bianca would just look at Jetta and just like if she could say girl uh uh-uh, uh for a whole 10 minutes she would <laughs> I don't know how she would take Jetta like that that would just be like I don't know Bianca's reaction to Jetta would just be the best thing ever because oh. they can talk just as much smack as anybody. Rhea O'Reilly versus Kyrie Sane. Well, that's one way to put John in a corner. I mean, I mean, yes. I mean, I love putting John in a corner. But um, no, I, the match itself would just be great. I mean, Battle of the Rhea's Rhea O'Reilly versus Rhea Ripley. I feel like the ring would break. <laughs> I feel like they would break the ring. Well, probably because of the destruction and mayhem. That would be destruction. No, Rhea Rhea O'Reilly versus Rhea Ripley versus Kyle O'Reilly. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Dude, I feel like Rhea O'Reilly versus Sasha Banks would be intense. Jesus Christ. Rhea O'Reilly... Alone is intense. Oh my god, dude, that'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, Charlotte versus no one. Well, actually, Char- believe it or not, I feel like Rhea. I feel like Rhea Jetta. Well, I'm gonna say it. I think Jetta personally. I feel like Jetta could get a good, could get a good match on Charlotte. I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean, I. I I don't know about you, but I think Mercedes Martinez might get a good match out of Charlotte. <laughs> In other words, a match of the year candidates, because that's all Mercedes does. LVM would obviously get a good match out of Charlotte. Dude, LVM versus WWE's roster. I mean, I will say Laura DiMatteo would sell the fuck out of Charlotte's shit. That would actually look pretty good. Dude, freaking Laura selling the freaking natural selection. Well, not anymore because she can't hit the fucking natural selection anymore. Oh, she's worse than the big boot. I mean, oh yes, that that's the one thing that Charlotte can still do. <laughs> still, one thing she can still do pretty good. And here's the thing: I've actually liked Charlotte. Like, I, I've grown to like Charlotte, but like, I want to like her. But this year. Because I feel like, like even going back to 2016, 2017, 2018, she's had like great match after great match. This year, she has not had that. Right. She just hasn't had it. it so it's the opposite of Lori DiMatteo. Shit. <laughs> so, so instead of evolving, she's devolving. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Oh, man. But I think Uh-oh. I think that'll be it because like, I think we have like a minute and a half. Is there anything else you want to say? Just, uh, say goodbye to Uh-oh. the great, great, lovely people who who watch us or watch Pro Wrestling Eve, all three of them? Um, the, you guys heard it here, folks. Uh, we covered the we covered a good covered of the first two shows that she won. Uh, we 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 probably won't do a a, a follow up podcast, but uh. You definitely, you guys should definitely watch uh, those shows. Get Eve on Demand. It's like seven. It's like nine bucks, but it's it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cheap. It's good stuff. And hey, I mean, like if you enjoyed if you enjoyed this, keep listening to the uh, Anarchy Wrestling podcast. It's good shit from my boy. But you know, it's also good shit. TP podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it. 
You're podcasting to my podcast. You can't. You're damn right, because we're doing it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think. I figure. I mean, I figure like there'll be a connection. I mean, and yeah, you never know. There might be some pro wrestling people that haven't listened to the TPA podcast that might want to listen to this. So go ahead, um, listen to this, and then listen to the TPA podcast. We're going to do it tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, Brandon will be there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely make it ever to be there. We, we got a lot of shit to talk about on that. And when we got Asian Traveras and me in, it's going to be fucking crazy. I think I'm stupid and insane here. I'm way dumber and more insane on that. And Brandon's just Brandon. He's the man. So thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out. And we'll see you. See you. See you.